In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet starts tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you'd have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. This is Emily. And this is Remy. And today we have a few little TikToks to discuss. I love talking about the TikToks. I love TikToking. TikToking is one of my hobbies. Why don't we get right into it? We did this activity on another Thursday episode, and it was so fun talking mm-hmm. about TikToks. Mm-hmm. But you guys definitely look up these TikToks so that you have a reference for what we're talking about, because I think it's more fun that way. If you can find them, we'll post them too. Yeah. But yeah, so my entire TikTok feed has been inundated with body positivity, body neutrality, all of these different conversations. Which is um, great because and- what the content that you consume will affect your, your subconscious. Brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I found these two, and I just think that they're really great. This first one is from a woman who was talking about her experience online dating. And she was saying that this guy felt she was misrepresenting herself. This is a woman in a, in a larger body, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's talking about this thing that we... We did talk about with Megan Ixum, and I think it's something that's very prevalent, Mm -hmm. which is people will accuse women who live in larger bodies of catfishing them if they don't feel like they've gotten an accurate representation of what their body looks like. I'm giggling right now because I think it's ridiculous. Totally. But let's watch this TikTok and and learn about this woman's experience. So some, some commenter was like, well, did you tell him beforehand about your body or whatever? So this is her response to that comment. In 2022, if a fat person wants to go out with somebody from a dating app, they have to put full body photos showing exactly what they look like. I got so many comments on this video asking if I was just posting selfies. What the fuck? That's not possible these days. I have to take my profile to all my friends and be like, is this what I look like? I wanna make sure I'm accurately representing myself. I'm not able to just post selfies like thin people. Hell, I even have a beach picture where my stomach's out and you see my rolls. So he knew what he was getting into. I accurately represent myself on dating apps because I have to as a fat woman. So if a guy scrolling through can't realize that I'm fat, he's an idiot. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would agree. I don't know if I agree that he's an idiot, but I think um, I think if it really matters, he's an idiot. Yeah, like, I I don't think that everybody should be aware that you're fat. I think it is generally hard to tell people's body size in pictures if you've never met them. Mm. There are a lot of people that think I'm 5'2". Yeah, I was going to say anybody's body, though. Like, every body looks different um, in photographs. Now, I guess the difference... Depending on the angle and the proportions and the... Yeah, yeah, of course. But I look, so if we're going to analyze this, I guess the difference is on a dating app, you can see my height. Um, so even if I don't look very tall, you mm-hmm. know that I am. 
Um, whereas like we're not writing they our- all have you write your height. I think so. I mean, I was a big hinge user uh-huh. and I know that they ask on that one, mm. but they don't ask your weight. And I definitely don't think they should. <laughs> I don't want them to. Yeah. yeah, I definitely don't think they should. I don't even think most people should weigh themselves. I don't think it's an uh, it, it's a useful measurement. But I do think that like if you are selling, I'm trying to compare it to like selling a car. Mm-hmm. If you're selling a car and somebody buys the car sight unseen or like looks at pictures but doesn't see the car in person Mm -hmm. it's kind of on them if there's something about the car that they don't pick up on based on the photos but we're also likening dating to buying stuff now which actually no 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 but I'm saying I feel like that is a very patriarchal thing where it's like I'm investing my time and my money into you and Mm -hmm. how could you not show me all the bells and whistles and yeah that is what that's what that but, guy but, is saying. But, but what you are is not a car buyer. You're a human being meeting another human being. So what if you don't fucking stack up to what she wanted? Do you have to write Which, your dick size yeah. on the thing? Do you have to write how big your balls are? Do you have to write how hairy you are? Like, does does do you have to present yourself so completely before meeting a person in order for them to like judge whether they're going to to ask like I just don't think dating you, people you learn more about them whether it's like their past their weird sense of humor or what their body looks like like or, some people you just don't get access to what that looks like yet because you're not close enough to them yeah or their mannerisms like there, there could be something they, they could look exactly how you expect them to look yeah I'm I have I have a little story for you a mm. little anecdote mm-hmm. This was two years, about two years before I started seeing Andy. I was dating someone that I never met in person. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived in Miami mm-hmm. and I lived in New York, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, we were Facebook friends. I'm like thinking, I'm like, I really, part of me doesn't want to talk about this because it was humiliating, but I've already humiliated myself so many times I don't care. So he was Facebook friends with me mm-hmm. and he said, hey, like we matched on a dating app, um, but we never met. And like I, I added you on Facebook, was he but lying? we never. No, it, that was true. We oh, okay, never okay. had met. So okay. so he lived in New York. I guess we matched on a dating app and then he moved to Miami and mm-hmm. we never met mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he still was following me on Facebook and like thought it was so hilarious and just, cool. you know, yeah. a zest and had such a zest for life that. Um, he reached out to me and then we were communicating for like four months or something Mm -hmm. over the phone by text, um, video chat too. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to meet him, I flew to Miami. Mm -hmm. The second I got in the car, Mm -hmm. I knew it was a mistake. Hilarious. The instant that our beings were sharing the same space, it was like, the energy was off. The mannerisms were different. Yeah. The, our voices were a little different because, you know, everybody has a phone voice. Somebody smells differently than you expected. Mm-hmm. The pheromones were all they over were the off. place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he took me to a sushi restaurant with really bright fluorescent lighting. I was like, it's not Ugh. the vibe, Ugh. you know. Um, and so anyway, this is all to say that. You're never guaranteed. You're never guaranteed. To know that you'll have chemistry with someone in person. And that could also be said for if you think that person is 
more overweight than you want. Right. You could and end up having. But your guy looked exactly like how yeah. he was portrayed. Yeah. You know, and, and that I, in the end was not the deal breaker. It was his personality and his mannerisms and the fluorescent lights. Yeah, well, he didn't like my mannerisms or my personality either. It wasn't just on my side. Awesome. Yeah, no, we hated each other. And and this was the worst part. I had no money and yeah. I couldn't and I was planning to stay in his apartment. Mm-hmm. And we had to have a conversation like, yeah, this is not going to be anything. Yeah. But I'm still staying in his apartment and he still he feels bad because I flew to Miami. So he takes me to the fucking Everglades to go on one of those boats to go see the crocodiles. Oh, my God. And we don't look at each other or touch each other or (laughs) acknowledge each other the entire time. And I can tell this guy hates me like he hates me. I went on a date once where I actively said to the guy, do you hate me? Because Did you say yes, because like, that would be incredible. No, he, it was worse. He acted like I was like stupid for even asking the question. Long story short, my aunt had just started a, a like matchmaking company and she didn't have a lot of women. So she was like, she had all these guys and she was like, Remy, will you go on a date with this guy? And oh, I was that's like, that's funny. Sure. She's like your pimp. She was my pimp. Um, She's your madam. Right. And so I went with him and I knew that I'm her niece and I thought he also might know. But he didn't know. And anyway, we're having this like totally antagonistic conversation anyway. (laughs) Like we were agreeing with everything that the other was saying. But like we were like there was like an undercurrent of like, but I hate you. And then I like revealed that I was her niece. And then he got it in his head that like this was all a trick for like somebody, you know, like. (laughs) Like she planted you. Right. Like he's like this big prize or whatever. And so he was like, oh, that's like weird that like it's your aunt or whatever. And I I looked at him and I go, do you hate me? And he was like, no. And I was like, be honest because (laughs) we are having the worst time. And I have been on a lot of dates recently where people like me and I can tell they like me and I can tell you do not. And he was like, no, 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 no. You're great. You're great. Literally within two minutes, one of his friends shows up Oh, oh, shows up. The old show to, up. To take him and go somewhere after. I'm like, sir, you fucking despise me. Just be honest. And we'll, anyway, we're friends now. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you, you kept in touch? Or? Yeah, we like followed each other just because we were like, well, this was, it, he thought it was funny that I said that eventually. It's very funny in retrospect. Yeah. I will um, say. But yeah, so. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, listen, they, a million things can go wrong. It's so rare that you're going to find somebody who um, who you're attracted to, like on the inside and the outside. Mm-hmm. I think it's just difficult, mm-hmm. um, just like it's hard to find a friend for life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I guess this is all to say that, no, you're not expected to represent every, every part aspect of you, of you. Yeah. in a dating app. It's impossible. Yeah. And to act like, oh, fat women have a more of a responsibility uh-huh. to do that is honestly super offensive regardless of your body do this with um trans people as well they're always like you need to disclose you need to disclose you need to disclose you know what disclosing can be very dangerous for people especially if they don't know the person well enough there are a lot of really fucking fat phobic people as well yeah who might just hate you if you just you know not that these are identical things they're not but it's kind of like but it's still who deserves your information and at what point and it's up to you it's completely up to you, and yeah, you don't and, and you're dating. This is this is not a mail order bride where it's like fuck. 
I didn't get what I wanted. Okay, then go on another date with someone else. Exactly. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients 
supplements in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, we've got one more gorgeous TikTok that I want to show you. This one is long, um, but you guys will be nodding along, probably. Um, I know I was. All right, let's watch it. Here we go. I think it is truly evil how the patriarchy weaponized aging and by measuring a woman's worth by her beauty and her beauty by her youth, essentially ensure that even the most powerful of women will lose that power in time. I think a lot about how we're fed this idea that men get better with age and that mature men are sexy and men get salt and pepper and wrinkles and dad bods and it's literally deemed to be hot. Meanwhile. Women are only allowed to age if done so gracefully, mm-hmm. not to mention the societal pressure for women to remain hairless, essentially mimicking the likeness of someone who's, I don't know, prepubescent. Mm-hmm. The most used and searched term in pornography is teen. There are only two years in a woman's life where she should be engaging, hopefully consensually, in the production of pornography as a teen, 18 and 19. Uh. I want you to sit and think about the societal impact that has on both men and women. I'm sure growing up is hard for everybody, but I think there's something especially dark about the experience of aging as a woman. I also think a lot about women who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s pre-social media when there was a lot less transparency around Botox and cosmetic procedures that celebrities were getting that the average person couldn't afford. That was also when there was a lot less emphasis on like wearing sunscreen and using retinol and I just can't help but imagine these women like watching celebrities be praised for aging gracefully and looking in the mirror and feeling like something was wrong with them and there's a bigger conversation to have about the general lack of representation in media during that time but it just breaks my heart to think about. Speaking as a woman who's grown up in the entertainment industry and is experiencing getting older there's almost this intense feeling of like grief or loss like you're losing your beauty you're losing your value almost i don't know i hope this is making sense there's just something so incredibly twisted about how the thing that arguably holds the most societal value for a woman her beauty is given an expiration date it's brutal out here i literally love after a woman makes an extremely great articulate point going I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, you made so yeah. much sense. You know what? Now that you say that, I, I've realized I do that a lot. Of course. I'm like, does that even make sense? And yeah. It's like, yeah, you you perfectly articulated a yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. I was really impressed with this girl. Actually, I, I can't really tell how old she is, but she's very well spoken. Well, she seems like she's not our age because she's like, I really feel for those girls who grew up in the 90s. I'm oh, like, thank right. you for thinking of us. <laughs> It was brutal out there. As brutal as it is out here, it was, dare I say, well, in some ways more brutal, but in some ways less brutal. I think the fact that we didn't have social media, um, I don't know how I would have survived. Yeah. Um, But just media, we have more media transparency now. Yeah. But literally, and we'll do an episode on growing up in early 90s magazine culture, all of that, like oh, like celebrities, they look just like us and right. that type of stuff. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Um, She said something, and this might not have stuck out to you that mm-hmm. much, but this is something that really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. The dad bod thing, mm-hmm. I get so pissed off. Yeah. And 
the reason is not because I like I I'm sure there are plenty of women mm-hmm. who find a dad bod attractive. I don't even know how else I would put it. Like what would an average shape man? Like how would you say dad I think bod? Dad bod was just coined so it was like, you know, guys who aren't working out. Yeah, like a guy like, who might have like a beer belly. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's fine if if the, I'm I know for a fact that plenty of women find that attractive Hell and yeah. don't want really ripped muscular yeah. dudes. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I love a squishy body. And that's I great. say if you're a mattress, let me lay on you. And that's fine. And I know that there are a lot of women like you. I just the, the way that it's been popularized, I just don't think it would happen for a woman. Well, I, I think that's what you're mad at. Is that, there's that, no mummy tummy. Right. You know, there's no like hot I mean, there's MILFs, but MILFs it's subscribing to a mother who is a mother who still looks hot in the way that we are accustomed to women looking hot. After having kids After and aging. After having kids and aging, yeah. So a MILF is actually a higher standard to be held to. Oh, yeah, the but, highest. But where are the ones that it's like... Postpartum. Yeah, postpartum like body. I a, I, and, and... Like second it's, butt. It's worth... How come people aren't attracted to... To second butt. Do you know what second butt is? I don't know what second butt is. Is that like love handles? No, it's like under my butt. I've got like another little lump. Oh, like a pocket. Like a little, like like a banana roll. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But on both sides. So it looks like second butt. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. Babies have that. Babies are cute. Yes, they do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love when, um, did you, this was a TikTok that people have been remaking a lot. Like Mm. it's like a baby arm next to a package of Hawaiian rolls. Yes. (laughs) delicious both so precious but okay. this is something that my oldest brother used to say all the time why do we love fat babies and fat animals but we can't stand fat people why do we praise fat babies for roles and fat animals we smack them on the side and we love them but then yeah. when it comes to fat people it's not like oh my god look at that like i guess because we're we don't sexualize um children and animals well most of us okay i i think there is a i think softness is seen as synonymous with like not developed yet or or uh yeah youthful like softness is seen as like a youthful thing and i know that babies like we love puppies isn't youth something that we're attracted to Totally. And that's why, you know, we're seeing now celebrities get fillers in their cheeks. They're trying to make their cheeks more round. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to like plump up their skin like right. that. So plumpness. there are other aspects of babies that they're like, I want to incorporate into my look. Yeah. But the fat is not. It's like that's well, where everyone like the draws the line. And the leg rolls. And- OK, but uh, like so I've got thicker arms. I've got really I call them chewy arms. Ooh, they're, they're yummy to some even. Ben likes to grab my arms. Interesting. You know, like he has been like, ooh, soft. Like I like, you know, like. Yeah, he likes a little, a little. Uh, but I don't see arm that. Candy. I don't see that in media representation or anything being like, oh, she's got this nice, softest arms. No, never. Yeah. Never. I, I hear it more with like love handles. Like people mm-hmm. say like, oh, I, I liked something to grab something to hold on, on to. to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the arms. I. It, Arms, like seeing your arms from a certain angle can mm-hmm. make most women break down. There's something about the arms. <laughs> I thought you were talking about mine in no, particular. Not. I was like, Emily, that's the meanest thing you've ever said to can me. Can you imagine? <laughs> Remy, oh your arms God. are gorgeous Thank and you, you know it. You know it, girl. No, um, I don't. I don't, okay, but well, I'm learning to love them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is about the arms. You know, it, it inspired a whole pose. 
us being self- that was a skinny arm. The skinny arm. Yeah. I'm saying the fact that we are self-conscious about our yeah. arms inspired a pose yeah. that became very rampant, yeah. at least in my sorority. I don't have any pictures from college where I'm not doing the with skinny one arm. hand on my hip. And it looks so weird. It's like you're completely contorting your body. And then my body. head also like... like A little bobblehead? No, like skewed to the side. Oh, so tilted. Like hair down the skinny arm. Oh, to so cover we're, so the we're pit. we're covering the pit. Yeah. And it's so transparent and it's so funny when it's like a large group of women and they're all doing that. I used to also be like, can I hide behind you guys? Can I put my arms behind Sometimes you guys? Sometimes I would do that yeah. too. Yeah. Like, can you cover my arm? Mm-hmm. Hide in, the in arm. pictures, if Ben and I are like a wedding or whatever, I always have him grab my upper arm and pull it back. Yeah. No, I see what you're doing. It's like a cap sleeve. Yeah. He's making a cap sleeve yeah. with his hand. Mm-hmm. That You know what? Whatever makes you feel more comfortable. But I, I, you know, a few years ago, really started resisting the urge. Because sometimes I'll just do it. I'll mm-hmm. just put my hand on my hip and just like pop out. Because, oh, and this is what I was going to say. My mom worked at an evening gown store when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's how she would always tell people to pose in uh, their um, evening wear mm. for prom or, you know, mother of the bride, whatever. Um, and because that's what, quote, makes the dress look the best. Or, you know, mm-hmm. but I but I think what she meant is it makes your body look the best. Sure. And the dress is just on your body. Yeah. Um, so it's so ingrained in me to do that. And recently I've stopped doing it. I've just let my arm hang. Because listen, your arm is gonna be what it is. Mm-hmm. And let's destigmatize what arms different types of arms. Yeah, well, what, what they naturally look like. Yeah. Just just hanging just at rest. Well, so okay, I think a, an issue that I had with my arms too, and this ties into that TikTok, is I've always thought my arms looked more womanly than girlish. Um, okay. Because they're my grandmother's arms. So I immediately felt like a 60-year-old woman when they came into their own. Um they're and your I, grandmother's arms. They're my grandmother's arms, yeah. That's so interesting. I've got her waist I don't know and her where butt I got and her arms from. and yeah, and her feet. Um and her penchant for lying down. <laughs> but um are soul sisters. She that's what R. she R. used P. to call me, her soulmate. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Cutest grandma ever. Cutest ever. But so that to me, I felt in dresses, if I was showing my arms, I looked more matronly, older. And I I think I've said this a, a few times. I have always been deathly afraid of aging as a woman, as a person, as a person who did ballet in, you know, youth was always the most important. And I've always felt like I was like running out of time. Like I'll even like in my career now be like, well, I don't want to sell a show because by the time it goes to air, I'll be 35 and then I'll be too old to play myself or something <laughs> like that, you know? Wow. So what, what at what age I just keep dropping my yeah, it's phone. Okay, you keep dropping more and more shit. <laughs> How are your ice packs They're doing? Great. By the way, They're Good. great. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with athletic brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, athletic brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol 
alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, Good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. At what age do you remember becoming conscious of that like coming online or do you not remember was it just all always always yeah because there were always younger smaller dancers okay and younger smaller kids and other like there was this kid in my um, nursery school class named Casey and he was like two feet tall and I just remember being like oh my god like everybody was like he's so cute he's so cute he's gonna be cute forever (laughs) and I was like I'm already not cute I already look like an adult like if mm. you've seen pictures of me as a, a child, you look, I don't think I was mature. ever cute. I looked like myself. See, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. I just looked, I looked like a little squish until I, I was love 18. that. I wish yeah. I was that. <laughs> I, I mean, that was going to be my next question was like, was there ever time that you wanted to look older? Cause I never, cause like my experience was I, all through high school, I wanted to look older. I I've just looked this look age mature. since I was 15. Wow. You probably were led into so many clubs. I was. Damn. I was. I'm a little jealous, but I'm not like, I'm not much of a club rat anyway, mm-hmm. so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, this video made but me- do you, you do not fear aging then? Uh, You've been exempt from the patriarchy? <laughs> I don't have like a crippling fear of it the way that a lot of women do. And mm-hmm. I don't know why, because my mom is afraid of aging. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wears gloves in the sun. So That's um, wild. It's wild. Like my she, dad would love it. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should set them up. Are they both single right now? Um, my mom has a She's, boyfriend, yeah, but yeah, who yeah. knows okay. how long that's going to last? I sorry, I didn't say that. Cut that, <laughs> cut that out. As <laughs> no, don't cut it out. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, this video, I was just reacting the whole time. Like true, true true but at the end of it i kind of feel like okay but what are we supposed to do about this like how can we change it i think we have to recalibrate our brains and look at people that are older and register the fact that they are older so like in promising young woman 
Carrie Mulligan is 35 when she shot it. Bo Burnham was 31. Mm-hmm. Um, they both play 28-year-olds. They look the same age. Yeah. And that was such a big thing for me because I remember just like you hear these markers, 25, 35, 40, 50 or whatever. 35, I was like, oh, women are done at 35. I like and how she, it was 40. 40. Um, but like, look at pictures of people at 40. What One of our makeup artists this morning, we did a photo shoot, um, 40, gorgeous. Like start yes. recalibrating that as like not something to be like, oh, it's my fall off point. Right. Um. Because like even me getting to 33 and being like, oh, I still I still look relatively young. Okay, we, we can do 33. Totally. Um, I don't want to be shocked the next time I age and I'm still okay with what I look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I You might continue to be pleasantly surprised. See, sure. And I think all the worrying is unnecessary. Yeah. I think that's what we have to do with this is realizing it. Realizing anytime somebody says a comment about like, oh, aging, that's so bad or whatever, that is that person being toxic. Yeah. Um, somebody only wanting to date people under a certain age, not normal. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. What if they have old souls, though? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, age is just I'm a kidding. number. Yeah, no, it's just that's like the the classic thing that an older guy will tell you. I dated somebody who was 12 years older than me, and he told me I had an old soul, and I don't. i'll have you know i definitely don't he might have had a young soul um but that's a story for a different day i had people tell me i had an old soul when i was a child and i was like you you just don't want to deal with my emotions well that maybe that's part of it but i feel like you kind of do have an old soul like i think having an Mm. old soul is a real thing like Mm. there are people who are just like kind of wise beyond their years and and seem very mature Mm. i was born and i immediately was like let's listen to the beatles (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you would have been fun to take road trips mm. with i am fun to take road trips with i can just with. tell like i can instantly ben tell i've been doing a lot of driving because we were performing in ac and we have just been singing and harmonizing oh, love it carpool karaoke baby mm-hmm. um going back to the 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 makeup artist who was 40 yes um shout out trisha yeah trisha you were fucking awesome she was telling us she, we were talking about like uh, serial killers and I. Why do I always end up talking about serial killers with um, like beauty people? Like I was I getting, know. I was getting a spray tan one time, and I ended up talking to the spray tan artist about serial killers for like maybe that's half just something about you that makes them open up. Yeah, maybe we just that's or just maybe what we you bond keep bringing over. up serial killers to people. Yeah, I'm maybe like, I, <laughs> am I the one bringing it up? I really don't think I am. I think she brought it up. Anyway, my point is. I said something to her and lately I've been trying to notice when I have these slip ups, Mm -hmm. I said, oh, wow, you don't look 40. Yes. And then I corrected myself and I said, you know what? I shouldn't even say that that. because who looks anything like I I don't think like our preconception of what 40 should look like isn't really what 40 year olds look like. Totally. It's it's based on a fear that we have of aging and Mm -hmm. basically, you know. The media telling us that once you're 40, you've hit your expiration date. Do you know what's interesting, too, hmm. is I think when you're growing up, people who are older than you, obviously, look older, but they look much older than they actually are. So like when I was five, somebody who's 20, they look 50 to me, you know, <laughs> because you're five. Because you're seeing it in dog years. But in then years. when you are actually the same age as that person, you're like, oh, my God, they didn't look very old. You know, like they look yeah. exactly my age, which I think is interesting. And like uh, and just like that, they posted 
Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon and uh, Kristen, Kristen Davis. Davis. Yeah. And they put them next to the Golden Girls. And they were like, these women are all the same age. No. Yes. Wait. But because of how they were styled and because we were so much younger when we were watching the Golden Girls, those women look like they're 90. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not I, kidding. Wait, I thought the Golden Girls were 80 they're years not, old. They're not. They're in their 50s. No. Yeah. B. Arthur. Yeah. 50 years 50s. old in The that only show? old one is the, the, grand, the mom and she's only like 70 or 80. I'm shook. I know. This is insane. So basically that, so from that, mm. we can draw the conclusion that that's what people thought that 50 year olds looked like. And that's what 50 year olds did look like. I don't know about that. Like, I feel like those women were styled to. No, I'm saying they were styled differently, of course. But like, we still <laughs> thought they were so much older just because we were right. so much younger. Vanna White is another one that Charlotte and I always thought was like 80. Now I realize she's 66. No way. Yes. Wow, that's my but mom's But we age. were just watching it and we were seven. Right. So you just thought she was way older. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your perception is always warped when you're that young. But then like, yeah, when you surpass that age, you realize, oh, yeah, that actually doesn't. Fit. Yeah. Another one that um that shocked. I mean, they do this in Hollywood all the time, too. They like fuck with ages. Maybe that's another reason why I can't tell how old anybody is. But then the thing with casting, too. So I don't remember who it was, but there was one year that Sally Field went from playing somebody's girlfriend <laughs> to like five years later, she was playing his mother. Okay. Or something like that. Interesting. Look it up, you guys. But it's like, oh, well, she's aged so much. But the guy, he gets to stay the same age because he's a man. Oh, the same person. Yeah. She was the same person's yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm Now I need to know what it was. I was need it to Forrest know. Gump? Was it Gump? Was she in a Tom Hanks movie as his wife? Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'll fact check this after. But yeah, that's, that's fascinating. I could be wrong. But also, it's like women play men's moms when they're only five years older sometimes. So what I would say at the end of all this is you are never as old as you think you are. Being old isn't bad. Uh, follow more people, maybe who are the age that you are. So you feel. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that think that aging gracefully is important, but to be honest, I don't really even know what that means. Right. Like, I think gracefully is just like letting time take you and not making a fuss about it. Yeah, but is the implication that you stay beautiful? Like, is gracefully just another word for beautifully or in an attractive Maybe that's way? how it's been changed now. Yeah. But if we're really dissecting it, I think aging gracefully is like accepting all accepting the positive it. changes yeah. that come with being a certain age. Like, every year that I get older, I feel like I grow and change so much. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it, continues that way mm -hmm. because then by the time I'm 60 I'm gonna I'm gonna reach nirvana literally I think grace initially meant grace have some grace mm -hmm. you know have some more room for yourself learn to accept yourself more do it gracefully not like do it with Botox right we I, can do a, an episode about Botox at some point my dad does that he does Botox he on Botox. people yeah what did what was the attitude about Botox in your house? I'm just curious, like what was there ever a time that you talked to him about it, like about either the risks or like 
Do you or whether save you that would... for the Botox episode, should so we I have, have a Botox? Prep. We'll have a Botox yeah. episode. Okay, yeah. great, great. Um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Yes. Um, that... If you have any TikToks that you want us to TikTok about, DM us. TikTok to us. TikTok to us. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your dear DSTs and any other questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And we are always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.